0: Don't know about you, but when I was a kid, all I wanted to be, except a journalist or teacher, of which I'm none now, by the way, was a grown-up. We couldn't wait to grow up, could we? Do what adults do, stay up late, have loads of money. Little did we realise we are actually wishing away the most carefree days of our lives. And now we've got to being an adult, we realise we need somebody to tell us how to do this. It's bloody hard work and it's in no way the carefree fun days that we thought it was going to be, that we assumed and believed looking at those adults around us that it was going to be. And this is why I've decided to put the Klarna Kitty kit together, to try and develop a help manual both for myself going forward and anybody else out there that it might be able to help. I want to go back now to this wishing our life away. We still do it now oh, I wish it was the weekend again, straight into Monday, first thing you say. Oh, I've got that party at the end of the month, wish it was now. 30 days of your life, wished away, straight away. Why do we do that? Why is it that we can't just live in the moment? I think I can safely say that there's a good chunk of us out there that find this really hard to do. I've been really guilty of this for probably 30 plus years of my life. And Over the last few years something has really kind of changed or shifted within me and I feel like now more than ever I'm considering and relishing every moment. To be clear I'm not saying I don't joyously look forward to things because I absolutely do. It's just I'm now able to balance the appreciation of the present moment with the excitement of what is to come. How have I got here? I can hear you asking me great question and I can tell you quite categorically that it has not come naturally or easily to me. Of course, the pandemic put a lot of things into perspective for us all, and it brought with it the sentiment of life's too short and appreciate all that you've got. However, just ahead of the pandemic, or in the early stage of the pandemic, I went through some challenges personally with family and friends, and it was really quite an upsetting time for me, and it took me to my lowest ever ebb, if you like. I think, obviously, being in the pandemic exacerbated that massively, um, but... During the pandemic, I had the time to work on myself, rebuild, and evaluate all the things in my life, and I started to realise my value again. I'd kind of left myself worth somewhere back in two thousand and eighteen, and hadn't really got it back yet. And I thought, you know what? Now's your chance, kid. Let's go. Let's go and get it back. So off I went. And what had prompted it? What had prompted that fresh sense of inspiration, drive, realisation? Well. I'm a great believer that when you get to your darkest place, you've got two choices. You can either fight or you can fight. And if you're an anxiety sufferer, you will understand and recognise that terminology. But due to the support and time spent with my two best friends and the one thing that had always given me a purpose to live and go on when nothing else did, my son, I found my fight. I wasn't going to let things define me. I wasn't going to let what had gone on before hold me back continue to destroy my mindset going forward and my ability to really live my life I just wasn't having it I thought no I'm not having this and I stood up for myself which for people who know me quite honestly you'll you'll find that hard to believe because I do struggle to stand up for myself quite a lot Um, but when I get to the point of standing up for myself I'm actually very strong around it Um, and and I, and I don't back down, basically, I don't give up, and that is one of the things I do say, sometimes I don't stand up for myself, but I never give up, and this was another one of those times where I thought to myself, you know, what are we going to do, we're just going to give up, come on now, kissy, we're, we're not doing that, get a grip, and let's crack on, so don't get me wrong, it, it didn't happen overnight, it took grip, it took determination, I had to really dig my heels in, and I cried, a thousand tears it felt like a thousand tears anyway um but some of the things that i used some of the tactics i used to help me i'll be sharing here in the clinic etiquette. this is the reason now the point i've got to in my life where i wake up every day and i take each day as it comes each day as it is i save the day And every single day now, I give thanks and I practice gratitude for all that happens in my day. All my people, my surroundings and all that I have available to me. And by the things, by saying the things that are are available to me, what I mean is the things that we take for granted in life, you know, we call it first world problems, you know, oh, my Wi-Fi is down. Oh, I can't, I just can't get on with my life because my Wi-Fi is down. Absolutely insane. Like people are, having things a lot worse than you are it's just wi-fi can we have a little bit of a reality check and just recognize how bloody lucky we are to have the things that we do have um so i like to give thanks for those those things as well and let me tell you it makes you feel lighter or it's made me feel lighter you feel less heavy everything seems to be less arduous as adult life can often feel bloody arduous and hard work and sometimes you feel like I'm never going to be able to get through this I mean what on earth am I having to deal with now it is really difficult but doing this it does give you a new lease of life it feels refreshing and it's things like from savouring your food to sitting down and really enjoying your meal so not making tea and thinking right I'm sitting down to my tea and then I've got 65 million other things to do so I'm just going to eat my tea quick and then I'm going to go and do the millions of things that I've got to do so if I said to you four times last week out of five did you enjoy your tea I bet you didn't or you bet you thought I can't even remember what I had actually I know I had something but it was just whatever I had because we don't take the time We never say time. And also actively listening. How many times are you in a conversation with someone where you're there and you're looking at them or you're on the phone with them and you're there, you're present, but your mind's not present. So they're talking to you and you're thinking, right, I've got that list of things I need to do. And then I've got to do that. Then I've got to get the kids from school. I've got to go to the doctors. I need to pick up that prescription. Um, And then, oh yeah, do you remember that thing what happened in Coronation Street? And you're not even listening to the person that's talking to you. And we've We've really, really got a really bad habit of saying yeah, 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 and nodding, and oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. But you've no idea what you're saying yes or sorry to hear you hear that about really because you're just kind of mosing along in this conversation where you're not actually present. So it's bringing that being in the moment, being present, back into your lives, and. I will give you all the tools that you need to do that throughout these episodes coming coming up basically so let's start really living for every single moment let's leave our childhood pattern of wishing things away behind and embrace everything that we have thank you again for listening now on to episode three which is asking for help